lot of people think that the bigger the list, the more money you're going to make. And that can be true, but it has to be the right people. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. All right, guys, welcome back. This time I'm going to be talking or today I'm going to be talking about something that has happened recently. And really, it's going to be, of course, because I've been going beast mode here with email list building. We're going to talk about the size of a list, but I'm going to give you an example of a tiny, tiny email list that turned into a profit in seven days. I talked about this in a couple of episodes ago where I was sharing with you guys My son was building an email list, very, very small, and he wanted to test a new product idea before he actually started offering it to the public. And uh, I'm going to give you guys an update on that. But I'm also going to do this because a lot of people think that they got to have this massive list in order to be successful. Uh, You know, a lot of people think that the bigger the list, the more money you're going to make. And that can be true but it has to be the right people. And then what happens when people hear that is they feel like, well, I have to build a big list, which is going to take me a long time. And I'm not really going to make any money for a long time as well. And so I'm going to share with you an example. It's kind of crazy, actually, of how my son recently, who's 23, by the way, And uh, he started to build a list, did it all on his own. Obviously, he, uh, you know, has heard me talk about this. He's, uh, you know, even went through some of my trainings because, uh, well, he does some of the editing and stuff for my podcast and things. So he has an understanding of it, but he basically set everything up himself and sent out his own emails and did this in seven days. And I thought he should have went a little bit longer, to be honest with you. I thought he should have built it up for at least two weeks. I like to go 30 days, but he was a little impatient. Hey, can't blame him. I've done that myself. Built the list, very, very small, and then decided to launch this this MVP product, minimum viable product, for those of you that don't know what that means, and, uh, and did okay with it. Actually brought in money and didn't pay anything for the list. So I want to break that down for you, but I really want to highlight that if you're just starting and you think you have to have a massive list, you don't. Uh, There's numerous examples that I could share with you. Uh, The one that I'll share with you, which I've talked about it before, was I built a list. Actually, let me go back even further. When my wife and I were photographers years ago, we built a list using what I call the fishbowl method. Um, that's where we took uh, a fishbowl, put it out for a fundraiser that we were doing for a school. We showed off some of our stuff on easels, you know, some of our pictures, some of our, our portraits that we were taking for families. And then we had a fishbowl that said, hey, put your name and email address in here. 
And uh, we'll go ahead and pick a winner at the end of this thing. And the winner will get a $199 uh, photo shoot for free. And so we did that and got about 50 people, I think, 50, 60 people it was. And from those 50, 60 people, we were able to get bookings for future sessions because why they were interested in what we had to offer. And we put a good lead magnet out there. The lead magnet was win a free photo shoot for $200. Okay. So that was a list of 50 people, small, tiny. Okay. And I think when we ended up kind of moving out of the brick and mortar business, I think we had a total of 300, maybe 400. I'd have to look back and see the exact numbers three, maybe 400 people over the course of like six, seven years of building that. But these were prospects and customers. And that, that list was able, allowing us being able to sell future sell and book appointments months in advance. Okay. So that's just one example of a small list. Another example of a small list that has worked well for me is uh, I was building a list on YouTube. Okay, I had a YouTube, I put out some YouTube videos. This is like probably 10, 12 years ago, maybe even longer, probably longer. And I was putting out free videos showing people how to do photo editing using Photoshop and uh, how to do it for your photography business and built that list up to about a thousand people over about six to seven months. And then from there, I was able to launch my first digital product and uh, ended up selling $12,500 in just about three days. Thousand people found out what they wanted. I built my KLT, no like and trust. And uh, from there, was able to sell them stuff. Okay. And that was just one launch. After that, I did multiple launches uh, and just grew that list to be a little bit bigger. I think when I ended that for new portrait biz, that was probably, that list was probably just touching 10,000 people. Um, but it took, you know, six, seven years to do that. But that list, it, it, it allowed me to really build an online business in the photography space that I had for years, years and, uh, did, did a lot of money and supported my family. So, Started with a thousand person email list. Actually, started with a smaller hundred person. Then it went to three hundred people, and then to five hundred people. And as I was growing it, I was still nurturing it. And that's the big one, right? So let's kind of talk about this now that we've kind of, I think we've proven that you don't need to have a massive list. You do need to have a list of people that are interested in what you have to offer. That is the key. That is one of the secrets. Okay. And speaking of secrets, if you're watching this or listening to this and uh, you want to go through the process that we've used to build lists, and one in particular is we, we did this one method. It's kind of like the fishbowl method. And uh, we built a list of 9,332 subscribers in a very weird niche. Uh, we have an upcoming workshop, depending on when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this on the podcast, it might have already passed. But go ahead to brandcreators.com forward slash workshop. And if it is over with, there may be a way for you to watch the replay. So just go to brandcreators.com forward slash workshop. Or if we do another live workshop, you'll be invited. So go there. Okay. But one of the secrets is really dialing in your target and attracting the right people. Okay. That's 
That's the main thing. If we get that right, you can put up an ugly page, which we did. I'm kind of embarrassed to actually share this on my workshop, but I'm going to do it because I think it's important, but an ugly page, not even good pictures. And that thing, boom, took off. We had over 699 comments on our Facebook post that we used to drive people over to our lead magnet, which captured the 9,332 subscribers. We had over 2,200 likes and reactions and emojis and all of that stuff. Um, and we had over, I think it was over 12 or 1,300. No, I, I take that back. It was like 950 shares. Shares. Okay. And in those comments, a lot of people were tagging people in there. So that was also getting more reach. And it was utilizing a really, really good lead magnet that was attracting the right people. So that's the big one. Okay. So let's kind of go through what just happened with my son and I'll kind of give it to you. So you can see a, a tiny list, new, brand new, tiny list. And I'll give you the number. You ready for the number? It's not 50 people. It's less than what I started with. 32 people. 32 email addresses. Collected 32 email addresses over the course of seven days. And during that time was basically letting them know about what was about to happen. Because one of the things that got these people to sign up was... If you're interested in this thing, okay, that I'm that I'm going to be offering as a pre-release, anyone that enters their name and email is going to also be put into a fishbowl and I'll pick out a winner. Okay? So the lead magnet was here's this this thing that you can get early access to and I'm also going to give one away to a lucky winner. So out of 32 people, one person is going to get it. 31 people, okay, is going to have the opportunity to get it before you release it to the public. So that was the lead magnet, by the way, okay? Now, 32 people, one person's going to get one for free, but here's the cool thing. That one person may still want to buy one or two or three, okay? So 32 people. The product that he was selling as a pre-release was $50. He sent out, I believe it was six, maybe seven emails in the course of those seven days. And at the very end, sold seven units. So $350. Now, I know these aren't huge, massive numbers, but think about that. Set something up seven days, okay, before actually making it live getting 32 people to go to a page from YouTube, by the way. So he created one YouTube video who he's got about a thousand subscribers on his YouTube channel. So small YouTube channel, thousand subscribers, put up one video, told people what he was going to do. Those people went over to a landing page, put in their email, their name, and wanted to be notified when this thing was going to be released and to enter to win one. Okay. 32 people did that. Out of those 32 people, seven people purchased. That's $350 in seven days that was basically created from a free video that offered and attracted the right people, brought them over to a page, got them to email or enter their email and their name. And then from there on their list, from there, offer a product. 
as a pre-sell. Seven. Didn't quite hit his 10, went more than his five, but now he's got seven customers, okay? And those customers will probably buy more stuff when he's releasing it, okay? Now, this is just, again, a small example of what can be done. And so many people overcomplicate this process or think they got to have a massive list. So you might be saying, well, it's got $350. Is it a digital product? Is it a physical product? It's a physical product, okay? So how much did he make on that $350? It's around a 60% margin. Even if it was a 50% margin, it's half of that, right? Not too bad, okay? Not too bad. To test a product idea, to build a small email list of buyers, by the way, and people that are interested in this thing, very, very niche, by the way, okay? And 32 subscribers. Now, since doing that, I haven't checked in with him, but I'm sure he's added more subscribers because even though that has ended, people still want to be able to purchase this thing. So they're probably going to enter their name and email address and keep building that list. All right. So I wanted to share this with you because so many people, like I said, they overcomplicate this process. They think they have to have everything perfect. They think that they have to wait until they have their product created, which by the way, this product wasn't created. It One product was created as a prototype. And then he offered uh, basically to make one of these for these people and only 10, right? That's what he was, that's what he was willing to do. Okay. So 32 people purchased, or I'm sorry, 32 people opt in, seven people purchased. That conversion rate is amazing too, by the way. All right. So I hope that this gets your wheels turning. I hope this gives you some inspiration that if my 23-year-old son can do this with a list of just 32 people. I'm sure that you could do it too. And I just want to clarify something. Back in the day when we were doing our fishbowl method, you know, with our little fishbowl and our little, you know, we just sit there and we would cut out these little pieces of paper that said name and email. We were taking those email addresses manually typing them into our Outlook Express uh, little email program. And then we were sending emails as a blind copy to everyone on that list. Why? I didn't know about AWeber back then, although AWeber was a thing. It just kind of started, and I did start to use AWeber later. But I didn't know how to do it. I only knew that I could put people in a custom group inside of Outlook, and then I could send to blind copy so everyone doesn't see everyone else's email. And that was it. I didn't have any tracking on it. I didn't have any, you know, how many clicks did I get? How many opens? All I was able to measure at that point was how many appointments I booked, right? So if we sent out an email and said, hey, we've got 10 sessions available for this specific uh, set that we're creating, we only have 10 appointments available if you're interested, email us back and we'll schedule the appointment or give us a call. Boom. We'd send that email and we would book those 10 appointments very, very quickly. We were doing Christmas pictures. Get this Christmas pictures in July because people 
were fearing that they were not going to get them done in time. So we would, in our studio, we would have a Christmas set. And then we'd have people walk in and with these, you know, little kids in their little Christmas outfits, girls in their little Christmas dresses. And they'd be, you know, uh, you know, having Christmas decorations in their hands in July. Why? Because people wanted to, they wanted our service. They wanted what we had to offer, but they also didn't want to miss out because we showed that, you know what? If you don't book in time, we are going to fill up and we don't have any more appointments because it's only the two of us. So then there's this scarcity built into it. And we can really do the scarcity thing in any part of our business, even if you aren't a service-based business. You can always limit the amount of quantities because of support, because you want to work you know, exclusively with a certain group, or maybe you just feel like running a sale and you want to put a deadline on it. It doesn't really matter. You just have to have that deadline. Right. And that's another reason why my son was able to sell seven of those in less than seven days. Actually, seven days was building the list. And then I think he opened it up for three or four days. Right. So it's actually three or four days was the actual selling. But the reason why he was able to do that was he had to start a middle and an end with a deadline. All right. So hopefully, again, like I said, this has inspired you and just a small little example of what a small list can do. And if you start to build that over time, start to nurture that list and build your KLT, no like, and trust, uh, I'm telling you right now, that email list will be a massive asset for you and your business and your brand. All right. So if you want help with building your email list, I would encourage you to go to brandcreators.com forward slash workshop. And uh, if you're listening to this before we do our live workshop, you'll be able to attend that, or you can just go there and see when the next one is or watch a replay if that's available at this time. All right. So guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hopefully this has helped you get out there, start building that list, start nurturing that list and start building some goodwill with your market. I'm telling you right now, it'll be well worth it. Guys, take care, take action. And I'll talk to you soon. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener. Like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable. Five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship, if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. 
So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people. And it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.